So now you, that you've heard the job seeker's point of view, the candidate's point of view that is, and you've heard the recruiter's point of view, so two dogfights done, what is the actual truth? But before we dive in, let's define what is the truth. Before I explain the truth, one needs to draw the parameters, the boundaries of which we define as truth. So by truth, what I mean here is something that you cannot argue at a counter logic level. Emotionally arguable, I mean, you can have your perception, your opinion, but sometimes you've got to base your thoughts on hard facts, undeniable, undisputed facts. And facts are those which are backed by tangible evidence. And so I'll give you some examples, back it with some tangible data. And so that is what I define as the ultimate truth. So situation number one or truth number one, always be moving in the mind. What I mean by moving is whether you get the job, you don't get the job, keep moving. If you don't get the job, dust it off, pick yourself up, go on to next. If you get the job, keep moving mentally that how do I now be successful? The fact that I've got the role. There could be multiple situations which work for your favor, against your favor. Keep moving. For example, there in your 30-year career, and you will see it even out somewhere or the other, that there will be instances where you were not the best suited candidate and you still landed that job. Likewise, there will be instances where you were the best candidate but still did not get the job. So you can argue about it, you can tear your hair about it. Essentially, you will realize that the earlier you move on in the mind, the better it is for you and your career. Truth number two, spend time in understanding the job description. Read till the last line. Read the fine print. Read the non-verbal that is mentioned in between the lines, read between the lines. It always gives a very different picture. So don't talk to a recruiter and say, yes, please explain the job description again. Sometimes it is a very off-putting thing because recruiters tend to ask, did you go through the job description? And then the candidate says, I did, but can you just repeat it to me? It's like, dude, that's not my job to repeat it to you. If you have a specific question, comment, doubt, I'm happy to answer that. I mean, they don't say that to you, but the idea is to not also make the person feel that, yeah, I've been applying for 30 jobs. Yours was one of them. So how does it matter? I don't remember. And they think they're being honest and transparent, but that's being lazy. That's being almost borderline incompetent that oh i don't really care and I, I as a hiring manager would be very pissed off when i'm talking to a candidate and says i really don't know what i applied for but why don't you go ahead and explain the job details to me so please refrain from doing any such thing truth is every hiring manager every recruiter wants to find a candidate who understands the job description very clearly analyzes what they can do and what they need help with and articulate the same back very succinctly so that they quickly figure out that this is a candidate worth pursuing forward. 
truth number three ghosting is not a sustainable strategy what do i mean by that that you just disappeared you as a candidate you went through the interview process you probably got the offer and just disappeared you're just not available you're not reachable essentially you're trying to avoid the company you're trying to avoid the recruiter or the hiring manager and some maybe you turned cold feet maybe you found a better offer whatever what you don't realize is this is more relevant to folks in the IT space is that the world is round yeah believe you me the world is round and somewhere down the line the odds of you interacting with the same company or the people of the same company are very high trust me i mean unless you completely alter your field or change your line or career and it happens more frequently than people would like to believe or agree and it could be in any capacity it could be that you join this new company where the boss is great but your boss's best friend is your ex-boss you know it so don't burn bridges don't burn bridges be professional and even if that doesn't happen right idea is to be professional where if the offer did not match your expectations you should be brave enough to pick up the phone and say hey look i did consider this offer very seriously however this is not working out to the aspirations that i have or the best interest uh, i have for my career and here is why and give them the opportunity to to match it to see if they and it shouldn't come across as if you are extorting or blackmailing them that if you don't give me or i got a better offer no it should be a genuine example that here is why you think you deserve more mostly it's about the pay but sometimes it's about the job title sometimes it could be a different category of the role itself which you uncovered during the course of the conversation so there could be multiple reasons but do not stonewall the company do not block them off your radars because sooner or later this unpleasant experience will come back to haunt you next look i know money is important but believe you me when i say that happiness is more critical so there might be multiple jobs which would probably pay you more money but might not keep you happy or you might not be happy doing that job there could be a few jobs which might not pay you as much as you thought you ought to get but everything else works just so fine the colleagues are good the boss isn't nasty the job profile is exciting and there is scope for you to expand grow learn whatever always keep those things in mind and and i understand these are easier said than done there is peer pressure there is emi pressure there is debt pressure there could be a whole bunch of compulsions that you might have but remind yourself that in a career that spans 30 years you would want to be in a situation where you grow in a company over a period of time as i have mentioned multiple times before that the currency to top leadership has always been consistency in tenure so all tier 1 leaders almost all tier 1 leaders who have reached the pinnacle of the pyramid as it were have at least one instance of 10 12 years within the same company if not more and that's how they rise to the top it is very important for you to realize that of the all the times you might not get 
the best job with the best in environment best boss best colleagues it generally there is a screw up in either of one of those parameters you could have a not so great paid job but great colleagues and a great job profile or you could have a very highly high paid job but everything around it is nasty so be careful be mindful and take your decisions wisely finally the ultimate truth is build bridges when you don't need them build them with your recruiting recruitment community build them with headhunters hiring managers make them mentors whatever treat them well the point is if you give good respect you will get good respect they don't have the time because they are under incessant pressure so make a conscious effort to find time into their busy schedule and it might start with like a 5 minute conversation that's okay then gradually build it up to a 10 minute conversation maybe a friday night meet or something like that and build a good network of four or five such headhunters or recruiters over a period of time don't expect them to give you a job the next day it's important to be on their radars so that there's a brand recall a lot of these guys work on anticipated opportunities you know in advance some of the good ones they don't wait for the rec to open up they follow the business very closely and those opportunities before they are published they start looking out for them so if you are on their radar screens if you are there on their top of mind recall chances are you will get that phone call from them so and they understand that you are trying to build a bridge so don't feel shy about it don't feel guilty about it it's a professional give and take relationship it's because if they if they manage to get you hired they also get paid incentives right so it's not like they are just doing you a favor but finding the right candidates is a challenge for the recruitment community in india because of such high volumes of junk that is floating around and so if you consider yourself a different from the junk and you are real deal you're the real deal then you should let people know that you're the real deal and that you can do by reaching out talking sharing social media commentary being available online commenting intelligently i mean i've seen tons and tons of people who cut copy paste somebody else's comment and present it as their own that's not being visible that's being stupid right if you do not have anything intelligent to add like a value add to somebody else's observation or comment then you'd rather not post it if you can ideally write an original article whatever is the best to your competency levels that's what you want to present and that's what will get you noticed in the right circles so be patient right the, doing a job is one thing but investing in your skill sets investing in your online presence all of these things have become much more critical in this day and age so that's all i had to share in this episode of bus talk i know there are 30 other episodes i can do on exactly the same topics but i'd love to hear your thoughts if you had any suggestions or any topics which i've probably missed out to send me a note on my social media handles on twitter and facebook or send me a message on linkedin you can find me on linkedin on forward slash i n forward slash i n ban that's a a y a n b a n just hit me up and we can get connected i will try and address those concerns queries 
or comments in subsequent episodes well till then chin up stay safe stay well get your a game to work this is your host ayan and you are listening to bus talk <laughs>